Hello there, welcome to another episode of Fishing for Likes, your third favorite podcast that comes out on Thursdays. Um, hey, here's something to think about. You ever wash your dishwasher because it reeks? Sometimes, you know, you get the moldy soap that grows in like the filters and shit. Um, I noticed something with that smell. That's actually what strippers smell like. <laughs> Oh, God, something to think about. Anyways, we've got a special thing for you today. we got a best of episodes 21 to 30. Uh, we scoured the, through the 10 episodes and tried to find uh, some of the bits that we liked the best. And uh, we slapped them together in a compilation so you can tell your friends, hey, if you don't want to listen every week, here's a best of. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyways, the first, the first thing we got for you here, we're going to set up this first little clip. It's uh, from back from episode 21, and it's, uh, you know, when you go on vacation, you need to recover. This gives you some tips, and uh, we talk about some Starbucks orders and shit like that, but, uh, you know, when you go to Starbucks, just for fucking order coffee. Just, just order coffee. Anyways, here it is. I was just on vacation for quite some time, and I eat a lot of bad food, drank okay. a lot of bad beers. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. beers, like... Yeah. But I'm bloated and like, you know, you know, shitty you feel oh, like you feel like trash, yeah. right? Sure. So I decided this morning that I was going to do some celery juicing. Okay. Right. And uh, with the celery juicing diet, it's, uh, it's probably a bunch of hogwash. I mean, who knows really, but it works for me. Mm-hmm. It cleans you out. So you get up in the morning. First thing you do, freshly squeeze glass of celery juice and like a big ass glass of it. It has to be the first thing you consume on an empty stomach in the morning. Okay. And uh, it has to be freshly squeezed from, like, one of those slow masticating juicers, not the one that you put it in. It's like, Bram! Okay, not like an extreme blender there. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Why, why does it have to be blended slowly? I don't know. That's okay. the medical medium. That's what you said to do. <laughs> medical medium? So, yeah. Okay. So, you, so, you hammer the celery juice, and then uh, you wait a little little bit of time, and then you have big fucking, uh, big diarrhea shit. You get all the bad stuff out of you that you've been eating. Okay. So yeah, like I don't know if it actually does anything like a cleanse or anything like that, but well, it, it feels like yeah, it feels really nice because you feel clean. The first time I was celery juicing, I was running a lot, and uh, I remember sitting on the couch and just sitting there, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to have a little fart here." So I farted and I shit a cup's worth of shit into my pants. Oh, you were sitting down? Did I not say this on the pod? No. Yeah, no, I was sitting on the couch and I just like farted. I'm like, "Oh, that's a that's about eight ounces of shit." Oh, God. Right into my pants. Yeah. Another time I shit myself. This is a long time ago. This is like the first time I had the flu really bad. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. And I was sitting on my bed, and I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. I got a little fart going. I farted, and I sprayed shit up the wall in my bedroom <laughs> like a rooster Fuck, tail. Seriously? Yeah. All the way up the side of the wall. Yeah. Nice. Those are the two times I shit myself. But the celery, you, you got to watch when you're celery juicing, because like, like when I say you can't trust a fart, you cannot trust what you think is the most innocent of farts. Even when you, you just force a little feeler out there? No, you, you know, can't. You leave a, a quarter fart. Because it's just like, poop. Oh, man. Celery juice. But you no. feel, I feel clean, though. Like I, I think I've lost 10 pounds today just because of celery juice in this morning. I feel like it's like dehydrating you in a sense. Yeah, I drank a lot of water today. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yikes. But you gotta, you gotta get over the vacation somehow. Oh, you gotta cleanse that vacation. I... Oh. So now it's been two weeks that I've been on vacation, mm-hmm. and uh, the first couple of days, you know when you're traveling somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's a long road trip, we split the trip up into two different days, but 
The second day was much longer than the first day, and it's one of these things where you're gonna, you know you're gonna have breakfast and lunch, maybe even dinner on the road. What are you eating? You're having garbage. Oh yeah, and like I'll rel- You ever just start relishing the garbage though? Like you love it? Like yeah, like you just go to the oh. point where like, hey, today's a travel day. It's gonna be a shitty day. Yeah, it's gonna you be- stop for your coffee in the morning. Yeah. Give me a fucking egg McMuffin. Oh yeah, give me the donut. Give me ten Timbits or twenty Timbits, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, then ten thirty. You're like, should we have lunch? Should we have lunch? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you stop at Thornlow Cheese Factory. Shout mm-hmm. out to Thornlow, what's up? You get uh, you know maybe a pack of Cajun cheese or salty. You're cheese. getting a butter tart if you stop at Thornlow. Oh, that's not what they're known for, is it? You haven't had a butter tart though. From the cheese factory. Thornlow Cheese Factory, just yeah. outside of the list I, I physically looked at the butter tarts, but I was like, this is a Fabulous. cheese factory. No, Fabulous I butter tarts. Bought some. Yeah. Okay, next time. And then you get to any list, Gerd, you have lunch, you know? You're going to have <laughs> You're going to have. Uh, you're having Wendy's. Hut. Or Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's, or that little Mexican place. And Wendy's or Pizza Hut, something like that. And then you're going to get to North Bay. Pizza Hut for lunch. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, a little stuffed crust action. And then you get to North Bay. So what do you like, order in advance and then just yeah, stop picking up? Ahead, oh, okay. Ahead, yeah. That I don't mind. Then, uh, yeah, so North Bay is, what, another two hours or less from there. You stop there, you have, uh, I don't know, maybe Wendy's this time? Arugula. Oh, uh, okay, Wendy's. Arugula. Kale salad. <laughs> you go to Starbucks, you get uh, some kind of coffee, maybe a giant venti mango dragon fruit lemonade. You could also get a coffee. I said coffee, though. Oh, okay. You get both these things. That venti mango dragon fruit lemonade, that's a mouthful. Best drink Ever. If you're a 10-year-old lady. No, ever. Even for my grown-ass <laughs> men out there. I tell ya, I would yell really loudly up the stairs my for, little... uh, for Jess to hear me. So I'd be like, hey, what do you think of the smoothie or whatever. But No, my little cousin used to like them, and then she grew up. So then she started, started drinking coffee. But Well, anybody who knows anything about life would know that I'm the one who's right here. So um, I'm just right saying. In, right in. What do you, what do you order when you go to Starbucks? You order in a... Uh, Medium both. flat white with coconut milk, you know. You order an espresso, maybe double espresso with mm-hmm. a little, just a little whisper of foam on top. Mm-hmm. You order in a uh, red eye, maybe like a medium <laughs> roast with a shot of espresso in it. <clears throat> or are you getting a dragon fruit, fucking boysenberry, fucking yep. lemonade? Or you can get both. Yeah, and the Starbucks in uh, North Bay's got a little weed star, little weed star right next <laughs> yeah, to it too. <laughs> it's uh, it's something like Firefly Company or something. Yeah, I know this at the other day. I remember when, like, deep in the heart of the pandemic, I went to Starbucks and I was like, "Oh, I check out this weed store." So I like, go to go in. The guy's like, "Hey, did you order online?" I'm like, "No, I've never been to one of these places before. I kind of just wanted to check it out." So like, yeah, you got to order online, and then it's just pickup only. I'm like, "Ah, oh, just on. I'm gonna go get a coffee. Fuck you guys." <laughs> oh, we like to have fun here. Um, we hope you enjoyed that last clip. This next one here is about the time when Joey was watching TV and got some information and then pretended that he read it um, in, a, in a newspaper or a news clipping of some kind, but he actually watched it on TV because he doesn't read. <laughs> Enjoy. So yesterday I was reading an article on CBC Vancouver on my old phone device. CBC Vancouver, you just you know, you follow them on Twitter or what do you do? It was a suggested for you. Oh, Must nice. be a sponsored ad, yeah. So get this. It's like drinking an ashtray is the title of the article, okay? Well, Why scientists and winemakers are so fighting gross. smoke taint from wildfire into their vineyards. What? Yeah, so I thought you'd think this is interesting. So wildfire smoke, you know, we can kind of smell it today even. Mm-hmm. Kind of smells like fire. 
um, that can actually become flavorful in wine, but that's not a good thing. No shit. Yeah, so they've been. Sense. There's a professor at Okanagan Valley, UK, so what a job, first of all. He studies wine and vineyards. Imagine going to the Noggin Valley or you just get head all the time. The Noggin Valley? <laughs> this is not the Oka Noggin Valley. <laughs> I we used to say we get head, just like get some noggin. Just the a different, noggin. Different names for like a head, you know? Friggin' noggins. So this professor had been studying for six years, okay? The same phenomenon of smoke kind of getting into the taste. Mm-hmm. And they're not exactly sure how it gets in there. And they figure maybe it's well, from the leaves. because there's everywhere. How does it not get in there? <laughs> yeah, but inside the actual grape. <laughs> it's like, I don't get why it tastes like smoke. They can hardly see anything. Yeah, it's like a deep fry in the house. Why does it smell like grease in here? Yeah, what the hell? And you're saying that they figure it's because the leaves help, you know, breathe in and breathe out in plant standards. And they, That's, they so, absorb. Okay, so, yeah. Okay, so... It doesn't it doesn't taste like smoke because the smoke's been on it and it's like tainted like like if you walked into a house that was on fire mm-hmm. it would smell like smoke in there so the leaves uh, the grapes don't taste like smoke because the smoke's touching them no you think that the plant absorbed that's, it through th- that's what's happening it's inside the grape yeah they, so they said that the grape absorbs the smoke molecules and then it stays dormant until they ferment it with yeast which they actually wrote in the article quote unlocks the smoke flavor. Are you fucking kidding me? Isn't that cool? So but if it's, it was they're something, pissed, though. It's not so if it thing. was not a plant, like, so if you just went and smelled something randomly in the Noggin Valley, mm-hmm. it wouldn't necessarily if the, smell like smoke. No, like, if the wildfire smoke was through there a month before, and now it's nice and clean and clear out, that plant might still have smoke molecules in the grape. Even though it smells and looks perfect, yeah, you don't know until you, they harvest that's what they were saying. They're like, it's too early to know if our batch is ruined this year. I guess you're making scotch now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that how it works? I don't know. I mean, maybe. <laughs> like, you'd think that maybe there's a market for it, or maybe they could sell it as, like, a specialty, like, wildfire smoke wine, you know? But apparently, try. everyone's pissed about it. Double depreciates the, the value. That's, inc- that's incredible. It's something, isn't it? The other yeah. thing we uh, used to call head, sometimes we call it skull. Oof. That's aggressive, eh? Yeah, well, whatever. You can... Noggin. What else would you say? Get some skull. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go to the go to the bar tonight. See if we can get a nice lady to give us some skull. <laughs> What's another name for a head? A cranium. Yeah, get some, <laughs> get some cranium. <laughs> no, I can't believe that. So, like, the grapes have just taken up smoking now, and it's in their lungs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, we like to have fun here. Um, so this next, uh, the next bit of uh, audio that you're going to hear here is from episode 23, some stuff from 24, some stuff from 25. Um, we're talking about opioids. We talk about mushrooms. We talk about old war planes. We talk about our Lord and Savior and how uh, we believe that he designed the perfect little squishy little thing. Um, and, of course, uh, grinder. Talk about grinder too so that's fun so enjoy i feel like there's an opioid crisis that's worse than our pandemic are we going deep now yeah let's get into it uh yeah there is and there no is, one yeah. talks about it no and if you take opioids at the same time as antidepressants you're gonna die is what dr drew said can you imagine how much that has spiked in the last two years antidepressants and opioid crisis overdoses. yeah for sure yeah 
It's fucking nuts. Yeah, I bet you that, that killed so many more people than COVID did. I bet you anything. Bet you. That's a terrible thing to say. And even if knowing. it didn't kill them, it probably might have killed them though. Like kinda, like might have killed a Ruined lot of their brains. Lives. I mean, it's scary. It's not your fault. No. Out there, if you're listening, it's not your fault. My goodness. You can. We'll get through this together. And if you have a problem, you can call me anytime, or you can call into Fishing for Likes and tell us about your pain. Phone lines are open because we're gonna try to get ratings out of it. No, I'm just kidding. But we will. Though. <laughs> it doesn't hurt our ratings. <laughs> doesn't hurt our numbers to get have someone cry on the air. Hey, we got a producer in the studio today. Do we? Yep. Fucking asshole. Oh, it's you. It's me. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Got no time for that shit. Oh, my God. I can't wait to eat this pizza. So, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about mushrooms. Let's talk about mushrooms quick. Yeah, so, so I wanted what, to what take did you, I just eat earlier? I wanted to take you picking for mushrooms because yeah. what you just ate was a lobster mushroom. Okay. Lobster claw, some people call them. Absolutely delicious. So that was the first mushroom that... Well, I'll start from the beginning. When I was a kid... My grandparents used to always go mushroom picking, and they always went for chanterelles, which are, the, for me, they're the granddaddy of them all. So I used to pick when I was a kid with my grandma. I stopped for a number of years, and when Leo was like two or three, you know, Sam would go to work, and I got a two or three-year-old at home, and parents, you know how this is like when the kids aren't old enough to go to school, but they're still a kid, like they're pretty much old enough to go to school. If you're stuck home for them, home with them for the day, it's, it's the greatest time of your life, like it's awesome, but there's like nothing to do, because you can't make plans because you got the kid but they're pretty much they can kind of do their own thing you just got to kind of like cook for them and clean the house or whatever but you can't go and do anything so in the fall me and leo would go mushroom picking and at first i didn't know i mean i remembered what chanterelles kind of looked like but you can't really fuck around with mushrooms because you get the wrong ones you're gonna you're gonna die or if you give the wrong ones to your kids they get high or you know what i mean you gotta <laughs> that's you gotta know what you're doing <laughs> yeah so then i started picking so what i did was the first time i went out with leo this is probably five or six years ago um, after taking like probably a 15 year hiatus, I picked every mushroom I found, right? Okay. Every single one. And then sorted them later? Brought them home, brought them over to this Italian lady who I know named Angie. And I'm like, Angie, what, which one of these can I eat? And she looks oh, at them no. all and she's like, uh, none of them. Really? <laughs> yeah. So we just ended up dumping them and then, um, you start to know more. And then I started reading about these lobster mushrooms, which the best thing about a lobster mushroom is nobody's ever died from them. But the lobster mushroom is kind of a, a weird one because it's actually another so other edible mushrooms get taken over by like a parasite or something like that and okay. it turns them into these lobster mushrooms whoa that's cool which is crazy that's so cool yeah and, damn and uh and there's no poisonous lookalikes from a lobster mushroom okay okay so if you see a lobster mushroom that's it's not gonna it be is. like oh is it this or this yeah whereas certain other mushrooms i don't fuck around with the ones that have poisonous lookalikes because i'm just i'm too worried yeah but up here they're pretty pronounced the ones that grow up here that you can eat okay so, like, if you Google what, like, a golden chanterelle is, and then you go and pick it, it's the best mushroom in the world for taste-wise, but, man, they are hard to find. So, when you find them, which is kind of, which is really cool up here, and it's like this everywhere, I think, for all the old Italians, especially that pick mushrooms, yeah. is you don't tell anybody where your spots are. It's, like, more, it's, it's way more than fishing. Oh, I, I imagine it would it's be. It's, like, it's, like, yeah. where'd you get the chanterelles? I'm, like, oh, I don't know. Well, we didn't get any chanterelles. What are you talking about? Like, it's. <laughs> That's way more dodgy, eh? Yeah, it's, like, super, like, it's hilarious. And it's oh, from a man. place of love, but uh, you just don't tell your friends where you got them from. And you don't even take them there, so you just go mushroom picking by yourself. Or if you go with your friends, you're, like, well, let's go try the spot that everybody knows about. Okay. And, yeah. of course, you'll, you'll get some there. Yeah, sure. It's, like, the lesser. Ugh. I know exactly what you mean. My Italian grandpa used to love picking mushrooms. It's the best, man. Yeah. The, the mushrooms are so good. 
Now, I told my parents that you were mushroom picking, and they were concerned. Yeah, I would imagine yeah, so. Yeah, they're like, what? How does, he, how does he know they're not poisonous? I'm like, well, because he's been doing it for a long time, and you can look up which ones are poisonous. Yeah, and I don't I don't screw around with the uh, poisonous lookalike ones, because there's some, there's like, I think there's one called the lamb's ear, maybe? Okay. And it has a poisonous lookalike up here. Like a very, what happens if you eat it? Like death or, or what happens See, that's what I don't know. What actually is going to happen? I don't know if the poisonous lookalikes just get you high. Yeah, so you, okay, so you're either going to I think some of them will kill you. For sure okay. some of them will kill you. So you'll either die of like, maybe it'll make your blood thicker, you know what I mean? You might have a that heart one, attack. Yeah. 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 So you'll either have a heart attack, you'll get super high maybe, mm -hmm. or you'll just puke for like a 24 hour, like a food poisoning style bug. Yeah. And see, that would be a good lesson learner. Yeah. 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 I guess you can count yourself lucky that you didn't have the friggin' blood coagulating one. Yeah, like the one I put on my Instagram or on Snapchat. That was crazy. Wasn't that crazy? Did you say that was edible though? I think your brother okay, told you me know that, that was edible. You know what's hilarious about this now? Okay, so this this mushroom, I put this on my Snapchat story, and I'm not exaggerating when I say 30 people sent me a private message on. Well, like I guess would you call that a DM on Snapchat? Yeah. Like 30 people sent me them. 15 people said they're completely edible. 15 people said those mushrooms will kill you in an instant by making your blood too thin that you will just start bleeding inside of your body. I don't think that's I a thing. I swear that... Oh, I believe that people said yeah, that. Like, Is that a thing? Because that's what Ebola does to you. Yeah, so it's... A, it's Actually, that's a, not true. It's parasites that break your cell walls and your veins, but... <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know so much about Ebola? Because imagine if that was the pandemic we had. So I'm just looking at some stuff on my phone here, and I had a really funny memory flashback just now. Okay. So... I was talking with my dad one day and he was telling me how we're talking about old war planes, okay? And you know how <laughs> Yeah, I know what a conversation, right? But Walks you never in, see Joey, would you like to discuss old war planes with like, me? Oh, that's all we talk about, Dad. <laughs> but uh, you know you've seen in movies or, or whatever, like planes flying while they're shooting machine guns from the front of the plane towards other planes, right? Yeah. That that would be the most badass thing a person can do. It's pretty incredible. Think of this though. Those bullets are shooting at the exact timing that the propeller isn't in the way. Shut up. Yeah. Like, so the, the propeller turns enough, you know, it turns so quickly, but it turns fast enough that it allows bullets to go in between every time it spins. That's some timing. That's some German engineering, I bet you. Oh my God. So that's what we were saying. Like, imagine being the engineer of that project. Like, hey, we're going to build a machine gun that shoots out the nose. Like, what about the prop? Like, well, we'll just shoot between the propeller revs. So imagine, my dad said that, well, of course, like, trial and error at some point. People just shot the propellers off. <laughs> okay, let's go try it. <laughs> so should we try it from the ground first? No, we're going to no. go up 100,000 feet or whatever. Yeah. How many feet is it, do you think? 50,000? No, well, I don't know. Let's 10, say, say 10,000. Yeah, sure. So, try the machine gun. Try it! Yeah. You got to do the machine gun noise. <laughs> Propeller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they all jump out, parachute down, planes exploding in the background. I think we were a little bit off on our timing. As they like coast down to the ground. Next plane. <laughs> They're like, try it from the ground. Try it. Yeah. That sounds like it would be a lot of fun. Very dangerous. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, no, you try and, it. Uh, you go up yeah. and try it. I'm pretty sure it'll work this way. Yeah, it's like the mathematicians are sitting there like, yeah, go try it. Like, you try it. Like, I'm not a qualified pilot. You do it. You do it. And they're like watching from the ground. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, that's okay. They made it up. <laughs> he looks at his graph. Yeah. Looks at his math equation. He's like, oh, fuck. Scratches something out. <laughs> Forgot to carry the tube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
what's funny about oral sex. <laughs> what's that? So it's like a girl has a like a, a thing that our Lord and Savior designed, right? Mm -hmm. That's a vagina. It was designed to be the most pleasurable thing that a man can feel in order to keep the species alive. That's how well it's been made. And the girl's like, no, I think I'm just going to suck on it instead. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. It's like, I got this thing that also feels good for me, too. But I no. Like how, how close our Lord and Savior put the butthole to that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like this thing. It's a bit it's stinky. Something. He's like, yeah, this one is just going to get all your waste is going to come out of here. <laughs> And he's like, don't push too hard because the insides are gonna come out. <laughs> Hemorrhoid. He's like, this will fuck someone up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three inches away, just a fucking pleasure palace. <laughs> and, and imagine God designing a puss, because it was that's who decided it was God. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, just like make it a bit wetter. <laughs> just well, not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who's designed his designer. God's like. Make it a bit wetter. Well, they got to work for it. Yeah, it can't be wet all the time. All right? the time, yeah. It's got to kiss and stuff, too, to get it there. And then God's like, yeah, that's pretty good. Make it a little, just a little bit squishier. <laughs> that squishy little thing. And it's like, you know, maybe you can just make it like, like make some girls have like a, a pelvic bone that you can feel. And some girls don't have that. Have fun with it. Yeah, have fun with it. Make every girl a little bit different, but make them all squishy. <laughs> What a design. Oh, God. On the seventh day. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the funnest thing to design. God's like trying them all out. Like, that's a good one. Yeah. That one's not bad. Yeah, put that one on an ugly one. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time when I uh, signed up someone for Grinder? You did. On the pod? No. No, I didn't. No, it was off the air. Okay, well, I'll, yeah. I'll tell it on yeah, the Yeah, this is a good one. It's good funny one. to me, I think. So, uh, a friend of mine, I won't say who it was. He knows. He's a close personal friend. He's probably listening right now. Yeah. He might even be related to me in some fashion. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so, one time we were going out of town together. I thought it would be funny to make him a grinder account. Not tell him about it. Try to match with a couple guys. Because this guy's like, as far as people go that... Um, uh, wouldn't want to be on Grinder. He's at the top of the list, right? Mm -hmm. For whatever reason. So, so I, I make this Grinder account match with a bunch of guys because he's, he's a handsome fella. So I'm starting to get all these DMs and shit like that from all these guys. I'm like, well, just meet us at this bar. I said, I just want you to come up to me and give me a smooch right on the lips. You want somebody bold? Yeah, I want a yeah. bold man to just come up and give me a kiss on the lips. <laughs> okay, that's fucking funny. Because I thought it would be funny. Not Wait. thinking. Now that I look back, I'm kind of mad at myself for not considering that the person who we matched with thought that they were going to have a nice evening with a man. Yeah, and I, th I feel that's bad. Very after. mean. That is mean. Yeah, but for, for, for their their perspective, it's mean. Because they think they're just going to go out and meet a nice gentleman. Wait, did the person that you did this to know that you were making an account? No. Okay, okay. No, that's okay. no. I'm not talking about him. I'm no, talking I know, about I understand the guy. Yeah, mean, the guy he matches right. with. Okay, yeah. So he thinks he's just going to go to the bar and have a nice kiss. Yeah, of course. But anyways, that's what I said. So just come up to me. Find me in this bar. This is where I am. Just give me a smooch. <laughs> okay. Because I thought it'd be funny. Me and my buddy are just sitting there having a beer. And then a guy walks in, just kisses him on the lips. Because you're not getting funnier than that. Yeah, it's perfect. So it never ended up working out because we were like at these weird places on the other side of town. But then... Here's what I will say about guys. So I was I'd be, I was on Grinder, and 
I had to delete the app because after, so we go back to the hotel, we go to bed and I'm just on grinder scrolling through my DMs talking to all these guys and I'm trying to <laughs> let them all down easy. Sorry. I don't want to um, hurt anybody's feelings. Okay. So I'm like, sorry, I'm just not into it. But then there's this one nice couple that wanted me to come over and drink whiskey with them. A couple? Yeah, there was a couple that like, wanted me to be the middle. Like two guys? Yeah, two guys. Okay, yeah. Well, they didn't want me to be the middle. They wanted my, my friend to be the middle. I get it. So they're like, yeah, come on over. I got And they showed me like a scotch collection. I was like, mm, oh, maybe I'll just go over I just then? go over and have a couple glasses of whiskey? And like, I'm not going to fuck anyone. I'm going to go that way. Well, it depends what they want there. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Depends what, what kind of, oh, that's a fucking Macallan Ruby. All right, what do you need? What do you need me to do here? No, but uh, what I found about guys was that like, so you'd match with a guy and it's like, hey, how's it going? And then you just reply with a dick pic. It's like, okay, get to know me first before you start sending me dick pics. Is that how it was? Mostly, yeah, people almost would every, send you dick pics. Almost everyone. And then this one, the couple, you know what they sent me? No, the they scotch. S- they sent me the scotch. But? But then they also sent me a picture, which is really interesting, and I never thought of this method. So they were having sex missionary, okay? Mm-hmm. So the guy was, the one guy was standing up, the other guy was laying on the corner of the bed, kind of like almost missionary-esque. Yeah. Missionary-esque in the one guy's butthole. And then he... He's also so he's fucking right. What yeah, I always said, yeah. shades of episode one here. Yeah, if you're gonna yeah. fuck another man in the ass, you have to jerk him off. So that's what he was doing was he was fucking a missionary while he was jerking him off at the same time. At least he's nice enough to do that. So I think he could just do the motion like up and forward, up and forward. And I also somebody told me the other day, <laughs> this is someone literally said this last week. They're like, I listen to your podcast, and if I didn't know any better, I would swear that you were gay to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not, but I love. I love gayness and I love everything so I just love everything so I just think everything's funny and I think everything's great <laughs> that's hilarious man but uh, yeah I had to delete Grinder because I was having fun on just shooting the breeze with a couple fellas and I uh, I love the thought that you show up to this couple's place and it's not the person that they're expecting right because you've catfished them at this point oh yeah I totally catfished yeah, them you show up they're like hello can we help you you're like yeah I'm here for this scotch <laughs> it's like you're not the guy Come on in, have a, they're probably fine gentlemen. I'm sure. Like, if you got some high-end scotches, like, I'll come for a drink. They're probably amazing people. They're just looking for a third person. Mm-hmm. Of course. A middle. A middle. Like, Is imagine, that what they wanted? Was there, like, a job description? Yeah, they wanted, like, the Lucky Pierre portion of the... The Lucky Pierre? Yeah, that's what they oh, call it. Good name for it. Yeah, because I guess if you're in the middle, obviously, you get... And also... Oh. Which is nice. You get a little... And a little... Everyone knows what that means. Get a little <laughs> and a little. I like that the uh, the guys weren't holding back from uh, from yanking each other while they're doing it. Yeah, no, you have to. I think it's important to let the person that you love know, and the, the only way to do that is with uh, a little <laughs> and a little. <laughs> also, I just want to remind everyone to keep jerking off people that you see wearing headphones. Mm-hmm. Mention fishing for likes, because guaranteed they're listening to fishing for likes. Hey, you want to hear something funny while I'm pouring this really, really quick? No, I want a sad story. Okay, it kind of is. <laughs> so we had our garbage broken into by a bear. And get this. So I had a lot of garbage in the garbage, of course. Mm-hmm. But we cleaned out a freezer recently, and there was a weed cookie in it that had to be at least five years old. I didn't even know what was in there. And when I was picking up the garbage she from my driveway... Out. Yeah, it had thought Where's out. your sense of adventure? It thought out, unfortunately. <laughs> I was scared to die. Yeah. So I um, I pull it out of the... It doesn't turn to heroin. Well, it looked pretty grimy. Oh, okay. So anyways, I uh, I looked through the garbage that had been picked off by the bear, 
and I laughed because he left the weed cookie. What? I was like, ah, he didn't eat the weed cookie. Huh. Anyway, I thought that was Well, you never know what stuff's laced with these days, you know? Smart bear. Imagine it was a polar bear, though. (laughs) That was the real part of the story that really freaked me out. It was a polar bear that... Oh, yeah. uh, Times are tough. The The Arctic is a tough place to be right now. Yeah, with climate change and the vaccine. (laughs) The unvaccinated bear. (laughs) Oh, we like to have fun here. Um, we're right, we're getting into the meat of it here. Um, coming up next is some of my favorite stuff that uh, has ever been on the podcast. Um, the, uh, pandemic meditation that, uh, Joey put together. You're going to hear that coming up. I love that so much. Uh, some of the best eight minutes of content that we've ever done is when we were talking about, uh, suicide and stuff like that while we were hung over. I'm surprised that came out as well as it did. You're going to hear about that. Um, you're going to hear about going into malls with cash in your pocket and, uh, some hockey stories and some, uh, some anal sex talk and, uh, yeah, it's coming up. So, uh, stay tuned and, uh, enjoy. Ocean waves crashing into shore. Butterflies. Rainbows, a waterfall, morning songbirds, the smell of freshly cut grass, sunsets. Loons on a nice, calm lake. Fresh pizza straight from the oven. Princess Peach. Waluigi. King Boo. Mario and Luigi. Passing your friend in the final lap of Mario Kart. Dodging a banana. Getting a triple boost at the most critical moment. Sneaking into first place. About to cross the finish line. Blue shell incoming. Blue shell incoming? Futile dodging. Smoked by a blue shell. Friend passing you for the win. That's okay. That's your friend. Feelings of happiness for them. Important friendships. Happy thoughts. 
so I have this one thing that haunts me. Oh God. Okay, so I'm I'm playing right D. You got to picture this. Okay, it's, it's the final game of the year. We're already winning, and we ended up winning. So no harm, no foul. But my buddy Aaron Couture is in the corner. Wow, you got real French there for a second. I can't say Couture. Well, Randy Couture, well, you I guess. Sound like, uh, you sound like that lady that cooks on the Food Network there, Giada, and she's just like, oh, she's and right. then you take this Parmigian, eh? Well, you know, you gotta do the guy justice. Okay. So he's in the corner, and he's fighting for the puck, and I can see that he's gonna win his puck battle, so I'm on the right D, and I pinch in to the slot. Okay. And he makes the most perfect through legs back pass no right onto way. my tape. And all I had to do was one-timer it, but I kind of, like, cradled it a bit. Yeah, when it's too good, you're not scoring. Yeah, so I panicked and I cradled the puck too much, and the goalie had time to slide over and I shot it like right at him. <laughs> and I cringed so much thinking about that moment because I could have easily buried a goal in the final game as a defenseman. Would have been nice. Up. You go to the bench, I'm like, pass could have been a little crisper. Yeah, what the fuck, Aaron? Uh, that reminds me of a time when uh, my uncle Jody, I don't know if he listens. A lot of my family text me and say they listen. Uncle Jody would probably like the pod. Um,. He was a real good hockey player when he was younger, and then he kind of stopped playing for a bit, and then we had the league in town, so I drafted him on my team, because in the end, not not that he wasn't a good player, because he was very good, but in the end, what you wanted sometimes in a rec league would be to just drink with all your friends at the end of the day. <laughs> Wait, how old were you? Okay, yeah. This is like, you know, like 20, I was probably 10 years ago or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> Minor hockey style. So if there was ever... It came a point in the draft where you had to decide between two people. You would just go with like someone who's closer to you or someone who you could drink with or whatever. But I always tried to get like my family on my team because makes sense, yeah. But Michael Jordan was a really good hockey player, and so I remember this one thing that he did was the funniest thing ever because he was a bit of a shooter. Like my brother's the same thing. Michael Jordan was the same. They had that shoot first mentality, right? So he was going in on a breakaway this one time, and I was trailing him, and I didn't even know that he was... So it was a 2 on 0 at this point. Basically, but he thought it was a breakaway. Or at least I thought that he thought it was a breakaway. Yeah. So I kind of just trail him in case he fucks it up, I'm going to bury the rebound, right? Of course. He deeks the goalie out to the point where it was like, you just go side to side, and this like looks like fucking uh, Mighty Ducks with a triple deke there. <laughs> okay. And then he goes off to the side, and he does this behind-his-back pass... And then just him and the goalie went over to the corner. So the net was wide open and you're just fucking slapping in there. So I just grabbed it and just slid it home. And then yeah. I can't remember what the score of the game was, but I remember after I'm like, yeah, that was one of the nicest goals I ever scored all by myself there on that breakaway. And I just <laughs> ripped on everybody. Just kept, like yeah. I literally, all I had to be was a stick. That, yeah, that you could just like, you could just slid <laughs> on your back and, and hit it with your body. In Nobody there. around. You could have had a coffee on the way down. Mm-hmm. Hockey's fun. I love hockey. We had a few so, good moments in, in back in the day. Cheers to cheers to beers. Here's to women who swallow. That used to be a, a cheers that my buddy used to say all the time before he murdered himself. Oh, God. I saw this guy uh, that said, he was on TikTok, and he's like mad that he's like talking to his friend who committed suicide. And he's like, He's like, fuck you. You killed a friend of mine. Wow, it's true, man. Yeah, that's tough. Like, this this is a whole can of worms here. <laughs> but I think literally everyone I know has been affected by that in some way. Mm-hmm. And it fucking, it's... Yeah, you, I get, like, not mad. I'm not, like, uh, even though I sounded very narcissistic earlier in the podcast, I'm not narcissistic to make my friend suicide about me. But at the same time... 
you do go through that like of that madness of like why the fuck yeah you took you killed my friend damn and it, it was he said it the perfect most perfect that's, way that's a good way to say it and like it it feel like you can't it's almost like you can't be mad at the person but it feels selfish of them mm-hmm it, it does and it's sometimes I think it may be the least selfish per- thing that a person can do. That, that's what, yeah, it's, it's so it. hard to, like, yeah. this is a tough one to, yeah. to breach. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after a night of drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Without any notes. We got the Sunday scaries happening here. Yeah. But I think, um, I don't know. I, I just, I hope that I can, you know, the people that are close to me, if you're listening, if this is even a fucking option, I hope that there's something that I can do to shine enough light to pull you out of the dark mm-hmm. tunnel that you're currently residing in. If I'm not saying that I'm no, able but, to do that, but, like but if somebody it, if somebody feels better by talking to you specifically, or you know that yeah. that you, that could be a life saving thing, like if. You know what I'm saying? And let's be real. It'd be nice if a few people would just kill themselves. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know who they are. I do. (laughs) Do I? That's terrible. No, but, uh, yeah, I can't imagine. Imagine, like, I've been sad. Like, I've been, what I think is depressed for me, which is sad for the afternoon. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I can't even imagine getting to that level of fucking despair, but, um, if it if it's happening to you, you're you're not the only one that it's happened to. Like, um, I I make it sound like I'm never sad. Like, no, everybody gets fucking sad. You just I think a lot of times you're getting away from the things that make you happy. Like, I can't imagine living in a life where you get up in the morning, mm-hmm. um, you know, you go to work, you work all day, you don't exercise, you don't eat right, you don't do anything good for your body yeah you're sitting down all day yeah you don't hang out with friends you don't laugh you don't do all that kind of stuff i can't imagine being trapped in that prison and then the world expects you to just be happy all the time see exactly and we talked about this last night too where we were kind of moving from setting to setting like went from the sauna to the lake shore to the fire and and we're thinking like imagine how much it would suck to be trapped in that routine. Mm-hmm. And it only be a matter of time before you would snap. Mm-hmm. Something's got to give, right? Let's yeah. say even if you're the most resilient person and adaptive person, like it, it might take you a year. It might take you five years. At some point, if you're stuck in that routine without doing something that you can get your mind back to where it should be, like you're going to snap for sure. Yeah. Or you're going to get some kind of fucking illness and then yeah. your body's going to, maybe your mind's not going to snap, but your body's going to be like, I've had enough. Yeah. Something's going to give. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's important to like just go out and smell the roses once in a while and uh, sit by the lake and just look at the lake and be present and do something with your friends, have a laugh, go for a run. That stuff's fucking so important for your brain. Yeah, we're pretty lucky to be able to be able to do these things. Yeah, I think it's I think the biggest thing for me, like I love laughing and I love making people laugh. And um, that's huge for me. So however I can get into that state of mind that's where i'm that's like my happy place but i think really 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 important for me and i notice it like with running or whatever i need to put myself in uncomfortable positions because it's so easy to sit here and we talked about this last night so easy to sit here and like 
check your Instagram page and see that you caught a fish and you get that little shot of dopamine that, oh, look at that fish swimming. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. But what's way better for you is to go get in a boat and go catch a fish yourself. Yeah, that's right. Because then you get a real dopamine hit and then you get something like that's tangible and that you can fucking sit on and like feel good for a few days from that. Or like, you know, you can only get so much from Instagram. You can only get so much from your phone. You can only get these little tiny shots of dopamine to just keep you going. You can check these funny videos, you have a quick laugh. But it's not like when you sit with a friend and fucking have a beer and laugh. That's so different. No, there's something there's something there like and sometimes I, when I laugh and I clutch my stomach like that, you know, mm -hmm. I I think about when's the next time I'm going to be able to feel like this again. Yeah, like when we laughed last night about the the fucking narcissistic like good-looking bad like ugly thing like whatever like it sounds narcissistic as fuck right now when we're telling you guys this about this no, on the but podcast. You, but you're talking about but how fuck, you we laughed. Laugh. Like, we laughed so fucking hard. And dude, do you remember Remember when you looked in the drawer? And <laughs> you were looking for utensils and you looked in the drawer and you you just looked at it you're like, you know what? I wouldn't even waste my time looking <laughs> in know, that one. <laughs> no, you were... I was looking in the drawer and then you're like, oh, let me help you find what we're looking yeah, for. But yeah, yeah. So you went to look in the drawer in the first drawer. I was like, I wouldn't look in that drawer. <laughs> and it's like... It's like I'm like, things. wait, what do you mean? What, what the fuck's going to be? <laughs> what was I going to find in that Do drawer? not look in that drawer. Just yeah. a head rolls out or something. But that, uh, that shit's so funny. Like it, And I always look forward to... It's like, when am I going to be able to laugh that much again? Yeah. No, laughing's, uh, laughing's the best. And like, I love going to a place where you don't have cell service. Because then there's not even an option to check your phone. Because a lot of times when you're sitting around with friends, everybody's just like, oh, if there's just a little tiny lull in the conversation... Yeah, you do the you do the touch. Do I have any do I have any text messages the just touch. to give me a little uh, mm -hmm. check what time it is? See if I got any texts. Mm -hmm. Let me uh, second, let me just get away from you for five seconds because exactly. Yeah. And the second you touch, everybody else is is grabbing it too, you know. And then there's gonna be five ten minutes where you yeah. scroll and and then I'm just gonna text my buddy back. Let me just text my buddy back. Oh, oh, I got one notification on Facebook. Let me just pop that. Oh, look at that. Okay. Someone's selling a, a fucking chair on classifieds. That's nice. Do we need a chair? Do we need another chair? Hun? 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 Do we need another chair? No? Okay. Well, it's sold already anyways. That's okay. Imagine if you, imagine if you went to the classifieds and you just wrote no thanks. <laughs> like, you're this classifieds shopping. is for me. <laughs> yeah, like you're not even shopping. You just look, somebody's selling a chair. You just write like, oh, no, thank you. Yeah, that's hilarious. Do you remember when you were a kid and you would go to a mall and you would walk in with a little bit of cash in your pocket and mm -hmm. you're like, I'm coming out of this fucking place with mm -hmm. some bags. Some bags. EB game bags. That yeah, was my I'm going thing. to EB games. Yep. I'm getting at least one fucking game oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, guaranteed. Maybe now all they sell is plushes. You know what I mean? They sell like Mario plushes and shit like that. Like, yeah. sell, sell some fucking games. Sell some fucking games. Um, or Walmart. Yeah. You'd go to Walmart that, when you went to a mall? Yeah. There was one in the Timmins Mall. So you go to a mall. No, it was not in the Timmins Mall. You're at a mall right now. Yeah. Right? And you go to Walmart. <laughs> so, okay, let me just let me just defend myself here. <laughs> in the Timmins Mall, there was two ends that had huge box stores in them. Oh, okay, yeah. And I'm pretty sure one was a Walmart before they moved locations. The other one was a Zellers. Okay. And go in there with my cash on my birthday and go through the electronics section or the toys section. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. And pick out, like, I used to love Pokemon dudes. Yeah. I'd go and scope those out. They're always sold out. Yeah, like you want to you want to dip into like a winners. You want to dip into a sport check. Mm -hmm. 
You want to dip into a, uh, and then there's always these just random places like Bath and Body Works or whatever. Like, I'll go get some face some face wash or whatever. No. Um, well, I like to like wash my face from time to time. Um, or you go into like, uh, sometimes I'll go into Lush. Okay. And I'll buy, uh, way too much soap. Wait, is this like back, back in the day or is this now? Well, this is more recently, but I mean like maybe 15 years ago, but I just remember that feeling of walking into the mall with some cash. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm fucking spending some motherfucking money. I'm going to go to Lids. I'm going to get a new hat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I might go buy some tea from David's Tea. Yeah. I'm going to buy some coffee from the coffee place. You know? Spending mm-hmm. some fucking cash. I might do a little bit of gambling if I walk by a fucking someone that's selling Nevada tickets. I'm buying five bucks worth. You know? Hell yeah. What about the food court stop? Do you do that every oh, time? 100%. Yeah. What's nice about a food court too is you can meet a buddy. Yeah. Like, you eat whatever the fuck you want. I'll eat whatever I want. We'll meet at this table right yeah. in the middle of the food court. Yeah. You have your New York fries, and I'll have oh, fucking... Uh, I wish I said that first. That's what my go-to is. Is it? Yeah. Putin? Just a hot dog and fries. I like the fries. I put vinegar on them. No shit. Yeah. That's a fucking Hearst move, I think. Vinegar. Hearst I got a buddy who's going to be listening to this right now. Yeah. Okay? He's a faithful listener, and I appreciate it. I don't know if he wants his name mentioned. He's in a prominent position, but I won't mention his name. He puts vinegar on pizza. Oof. You know You what? know who you are if you're fucking listening. I, th- I wanted to fucking slap him the one day, and I did. Punched him right in the face. When yeah. He put vinegar. <laughs> Did he say, I deserved it? I heard a girl one time, I think it was, it's a Nikki Glazer. She said that, you know how it feels good to take a shit? Oh. She said that's, that's what, what I mean, yeah. That's what anal sex feels like to women. Feels good like taking a shit? Feels like taking a shit if it's done properly. It's just that nice like, ah. You know? It's a relief feeling. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't shit on the guy after you're done. But some people actually like, Mm -hmm. some people actually like, um, take like stuff so they shit lots. Beforehand? Yeah. And they just clean right out and then they like fast for a day if they know they're going to get pulverized. They can know, (laughs) they just know that their, uh, insides will be clean. Some people go for friggin', uh, when they shoot the water up there and then shit it up. Oh, like an enema? Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Well, you just have sex though, you know? Oh, there's that. You need to do two there's, two days of prep. There's a tool for the job that isn't your butthole. Yeah. But But you know what? I can respect the hustle though. Well that's what I mean. Like if you're gonna go through all this trouble, that's pretty cool. Like you know? Yeah, because it's like it's like <laughs> I spent two days cleaning my ass. Yeah, and then, then I haven't you, eaten. You know how much that sucks? For like Thirty seconds came. That's exactly what would happen. <laughs> well thanks for your thanks for taking the last two days to prep for this. Candles and whatnot. Because if you're doing anal, you're lighting a candle, I would think, eh? I would think so. It's going to be, unless it's something that this uh, your significant other does like all the time. I mean, it sounds like an occasion, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you light a candle. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so if it's every night, I would say you're, eventually you're going to get shit on. But that's okay. Yeah, but you know you're getting into that kind of thing. It's you're, yeah. you're playing with Hell's Gate there, you know? I said this on a previous podcast, three things you shouldn't skimp out on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hockey sticks. Uh, hookers. Hookers and yep. tattoos. Yeah. I think we can add fucking vasectomies to that. I think so, but I am Get thinking... the best of the best! Thanks for tuning in for the best of, kids. We hope you enjoyed that. Uh, long-time listeners. It was a little trip down memory lane for you. And uh, people just join in. You know, maybe it'll help uh, get you caught up to speed a little bit without uh, having to listen through the nonsense. You can just listen to the Coles Notes version. The important stuff. <laughs> Anyways, thanks again, and be sure to share with your friends, and uh, don't be a minner, be a winner.